you're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for July 9th, 2023, the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Peter Walsh. It's based on the Song of Songs and Matthew, chapter 11, verses 16 through 19 and 25 through 30. And why don't we uh, begin by having everybody take a look inside themselves, take a look at your soul, and see what's happening in your soul here this morning. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think this is uh, perhaps the greatest saying of Jesus that gets the least amount of press. And I wonder uh, who amongst us, uh, whether or not you're here or streaming us, uh, doesn't feel like they're weary and carrying heavy burdens. There's no doubt we, we have joy and we're alive and we're living and we have all sorts of things happening in our life that are exciting. But my experience of my life and so many other people's lives that I listen to is that if you scratch it far enough below the surface, what you find is a kind of weariness. This, of, this uh, saying of Jesus, translated in the past sometimes as, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and all ye that travail and are heavy laden. These are words like the Lord's Prayer that come to us because we know them so well. And uh, it seems to me that during the pandemic, we were in travail but now in the, the aftermath of the pandemic, there is a kind of heavy ladenness uh, in the culture of our people and people around the world. And I wonder who amongst us, anywhere in the world, doesn't need rest for their soul. Jesus has a gift, and many gifts, but one of his gifts is the particular and the universal, so that Jesus can be speaking to the particular issues of his time and his life and the lives of the people he's addressing, and then they can be universally applied through time and beyond. I mean, in this case, Jesus is speaking in particular to uh, the, those who are opposing his understanding of the law and his understanding of who he is. And in particular, it's the Pharisaical law that is rejecting him. And yet those particulars that we do not live under that yoke anymore, uh, those particulars that Jesus speaks to, we all have, that are individual to each of us, and he is speaking to us. Now Jesus says, I'm going to tell you things you already know, but I'm just going to tell them to you, right? I mean, Jesus says, come to me. He doesn't say, come to church. He doesn't say, join the stream. He doesn't say, get a devotional life. He says, come to me. He doesn't say, come to the temple. Of course, there was no church, of course, when Jesus said, uh, come to me, but uh, he doesn't say come to the temple. He is speaking to each of us personally. It's a personal invitation from one person to another. And this is not an invitation to an abstract God or to a spirit. He wants us. Okay, so if you, part of our, the depth of our engagement with Jesus is to know Jesus as he is and as he was when he walked on the earth. 
And Jesus has a desire for each of us. And, and who amongst us doesn't want to be wanted? That is, unless you have a poster in the post office. But uh, there is incredible power in being wanted. And we, we get some insight into that, into that wonderful reading uh, from the Song of Songs that we, that we just said together in lieu of the psalm today. And it says, my beloved speaks and says to me, arise my love, my fair one, and come away. Do you notice that the invitation to arise my love, my fair one, come away, happens twice in the reading. It's that powerful to be invited and wanted. And when uh, John Kennedy and, and Emma McDonald were married here, John was very wanting uh, that passage to be read from a particular translation because his uncle who was reading it was Jewish. And I was checking out the translation differences. And the one that John chose said, Arise, my darling. Now, the Song of Songs from which that reading comes from uh, is erotic Hebrew love poetry. And the reason we have erotic poetry in the Bible, uh, chosen by the Hebrew people and then uh, continually chosen by the Christians uh, who understand that as their scripture too, is because the, the erotic love poetry is metaphorical for God's desire for us, for the life of our souls. During the mystical Middle Ages, the Song of Songs was the most, commented Bible, the most commented book in the Bible. We have 22 copies of, of uh, commentaries on the Song of Songs. Now, Jesus' invitation to come to me is not erotic, but it is intimate. So Jesus is speaking from his soul to our soul and he is desiring us. This, um, this passage not only reminds me of erotic Hebrew poetry, it also reminds me of the Sopranos. You know, they, the, the mob show that was so good, is still so good. And uh, in one of the, one of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, shows in the Sopranos, one of, God, one of Tony's crew got into trouble, and he didn't know what to do with his trouble. So he didn't do anything. And when he didn't do anything with the trouble he was in, it got worse. And as the trouble got worse, it started to spread. In other words, his boss, Tony, was going to have trouble because of this man's trouble. So in fear and trembling, he goes to Tony and he says, he tells him his troubles, tells him his weary troubles. And Tony is upset because Tony loves this guy. And Tony says to him, how come you didn't come to me earlier? I could have done something for you. And I think that Tony's question to this guy is one of the most spiritual questions that maybe we all have to contend with, which is, how come we do not bring our weariness to our Lord earlier? We're weary, but do we address the Lord 
with our weariness. And as Jesus invites us, he says that the reason he gives is for I am gentle and humble in heart. Now the, the word gentle in, in, the, uh, in the Greek is the word for me, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, right? This is one of the Beatitudes. But it's not meek as we have in English. There's no doormatness to this. This is, blessed are those who are humble and gentle and lowly. In other words, blessed are those who have a spirit that creates room for the other. Humble people create room for other people. They create room inside of themselves for others. They don't cast their themselves on others. And so there's a, there's a terrific book called Gentle and Lowly by a theologian named Dane Ortland, and he writes this. Gentle and Lowly. This, according to his own testimony, is Christ's very heart. This is who he is. Tender, open, welcoming, accommodating, understanding, willing. If we are asked to say only one thing about who Jesus is, we would be honoring Jesus' own teaching if our answer is gentle and lowly. If Jesus hosted his own personal website, the most prominent line in the About Me drop-down would read, gentle and lowly in heart. So when Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, what he is saying to us is, I know that you are yoked in for a myriad of reasons to heaviness and things that chafe. And his invitation is to us to put it down, to put it down. And to imagine Jesus as the yoke wrapped around the life of our soul. And to put on his kindness and his gentleness and his grace and his mercy. It's almost a saying, he is saying, let me guide you. My way of love will be a guide and it will be beautifully crafted to fit your life. Now you remember a yoke, Jesus, as it says in the scriptures, was a carpenter, not to say about that, but I mean, as you know, yokes on the oxen, the working animals, had to be fit to each animal because no ox has the same, the same shoulders. And what Jesus is saying is that his yoke, his gentleness, fits your life, fits your soul. And because it fits your soul, you will find rest. And I want to finish here uh, with some lyrics from George Harrison, uh, the late great Beatle, who wrote many religious songs and one that was inspired uh, in part by this passage. The title of the song is Waiting on You All. The Lord is awaiting on you all to awaken and see. You don't need no passport. You don't need no visas. You don't need to designate or to emigrate before you can see Jesus. 
If you open up your heart, you'll see he's right there, always was and will be. He'll relieve you of your cares. can find more sermons on our website, www.stmarksnewcanon.org.